Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Very thankful in the dismissal that I did not have to do all 42 names of the martyrs. I, I love it when they decide to throw that at you. They're real common names. John. Yeah, John. Athanasius. We have come to the eve of the beginning of the great fast. And the commemoration for this Sunday is the expulsion of Adam and Eve from paradise. And it is the memory of Eden that we see depicted in the hymnody of Adam sitting outside paradise, lamenting, weeping, remembering all that he had, all that he lost. And this is how the church has us begin this season. From mountains and the praises, I want to share with you, as we are not doing a full vigil this evening, some two hymns from the praises of mountains. The arena of the virtues has been opened. Let all who wish to struggle for the prize now enter, girding themselves for the noble contest of the fast. For those that strive lawfully are justly crowned. Taking up the armor of the cross, let us make war against the enemy. Let us have as our invincible rampart the faith, prayer as our breastplate, and as our helmet, almsgiving. And as our sword, let us use fasting that cuts away all evil from our heart. If we do this, we shall receive the true crown from Christ the King of all at the day of judgment. This will be a time where I make my annual plug for purchasing this book or finding what you can online. I do believe it's actually out of print. I think there is a soft, uh, a coil bound that you can get from St. Tecons. But if you are ever wondering how can I deepen my faith, the hymns of the church provide you with much to contemplate, especially if we sing it once and you go, what was that? There's many times I said, that line, that stuck out to me. I, and I go back, and usually then I even find in the hymn three other things about it that then reinforce what the point was. This is kind of a counterintuitive hymn. We're entering into the arena. The battle is upon us. And we're used to talking about the invincible weapon of peace, the cross. But what does this hymn say the cross is? It's armor. What is the invincible rampart? What's our building, our fortress? The faith. What is prayer? It's the breastplate. What is almsgiving? It's the helmet. And the sword? Fasting. A lot turns on this Sunday in the hymns and the focus because if you think back to the fall, to Adam reaching out to what Eve has to offer, it's food that is what is on offer. It looks good, 
it promises things, and yet it is exactly where God put a boundary. The church uses fasting and almsgiving especially, and the hymns reflect this. I started doing this a week ago. I started talking about this. Fasting and almsgiving, as we're already started the fast in many ways with no meat this past week. These, and then you'll find criticisms of fasting out there, uh, even from Christian voices, but the wisdom of the past 2,000 years of the church is that fasting is a great weapon. It is something that needs to be done in the right way, with a blessing, with moderation, not in the extremities, but not in, as I think I keep using, it's, you can go far to complete leniency and to slack. You can be really, really, really tight where you're about to break. And then there's the royal road that the fathers talked about that is actually participating as much as you can with direction in the discipline of the church. Fasting is something in the entire season of Lent, of entering into the arena. The other theme that I think we often forget, or I forget in Lent, is I get focused on my sword, I get focused on uh, maybe the building, like the, the fortress, and I lose what the main image, the main thread throughout this entire service, the services that are provided for this Sunday, which is paradise and the remembrance of what it was to be with God and the desire to return to that place. Fasting is a sword because fasting allows you to reset your relationship with the world. Fasting allows you to step back a little bit and reassess to give thanks, to actually feel a little bit of hunger so that you can know deep down in your bones what it is to hunger and thirst after righteousness and not just after the next best meal that you can have and how good it's going to taste. But all of this has to revolve around paradise. Putting God before everything else and moving towards him. The next hymn, Adam was driven out of paradise because in disobedience he had eaten food. But Moses was granted the vision of God because he had cleansed the eyes of his soul by fasting. If then we long to dwell in paradise, right, we want to dwell in paradise, let us abstain from all needless food. Needless food. And if we desire to see God, let us like Moses fast for 40 days. It neglects to tell us that we're going to fast for more than 40 days, but that's okay. <laughs> With sincerity, let us persevere in prayer and intercession. Because if you're fasting without prayer, increase in prayer and almsgiving, you're just having a fancy little diet. That's not what it says in here. That's <laughs> <laughs> Let us still the passions of our soul. Let us subdue the rebellious instincts of the flesh. With light step, because we've lightened ourselves from the heaviness 
of our typical diets and routines and addictions, obsessions, etc. With light step, let us set out upon the path to heaven, where the choirs of angels with never silent voice sing the praises of the undivided trinity, and there we shall behold the surpassing beauty of the Master. As we enter into this arena of the virtues, let us keep before us this vision that the hymn puts before us, that we are on the path to heaven. We are training our hearts to desire that which is above, to train our hearts and our desire to want to hear the angelic hymnody and to see the beauty of the Master, to not be deflected, distracted by the appeal of the fruit of the tree, but to see it in its right place, to give thanks for what God has provided for us, and to have Him be the goal. Not what we are striving, you know, constantly kind of looking at ourselves and obsessing with what we're doing. Are we, are we fasting enough? Are we doing these things? You need embrace the disciplines. But if you lose sight of the beauty of the Master, paradise, you've missed the point. But luckily, thankfully, we always get a restart. Confession, repentance, standing before God like Adam as he sat outside of paradise, crying out, crying to the beautiful Master. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.